Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled Absolute Truth. And in this week's message, the preacher will bring a lesson that is an in-depth look at how and why we got to where we are today when it comes to the world's approach and philosophy to truth. This detailed and extremely accurate look into the world around us will help us all better understand why people are the way they are when confronted about their beliefs. And hopefully it will also help the Christian recognize why some people have such a difficult time grasping the truth of Jesus Christ and will also aid in our approach to the lost world. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, Please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. The truth isn't the idea that I can throw off all the shackles and do whatever I want and leave all my options open, folks. That's what the devil convinced Eve to do. Eve, what's, what's, what's with God? Look at this. He, 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 he isn't going to let you eat off of this tree. She had a whole garden full of trees. They could have built tree houses in them. They could have started a fruit stand. They could have gorged themselves with delicious fruit and never felt stuffed. But me no God said you can't eat off that one tree. <laughs> no liberty. No freedom. Isn't that kind of narrow? What's with him? He's keeping you from something, Eve. So you get saved. You start walking with God. You start growing. You quit drinking. You quit smoking pot. You try to quit using profanity. If you worked construction, came from Chicago, and played ice hockey, you fight it all the time. <laughs> but you don't give into it and codify it and say it's okay. Hey, congregation, I just really think it's liberty and it's pretty cool and the preacher cusses. If you're not ready for this, plug your kids' ears. Here it goes. You say you're being ridiculous. I'm not. Some of the biggest churches in these movements have pastors just like that. Check it out. You know what it is, folks? I don't have any axe to grind for people to get saved in those things. That's what they know. But when somebody is in a church, like I talked about before, the things that go together and don't, where you're being taught the Word of God and sanctification is emphasized, and you decide, oh, I need some of this. You know what you're doing? You're going back to where you started. And at best, you're going to end up in the sandbox with a little pail and a little shovel as a baby Christian again, at best. Folks, I struggled around with that for about six months after I was saved, and I want no part of it again. Up one day, down the next. Up one day, down the next. That's what's being codified as okay. You know why? Because there isn't any more absolute truth. And I could read you story after story, give you quote after quote, but I won't for the sake of time. But I'm just simply saying, folks, Paul tells us to beware of philosophy, vain deceit, the traditions of men, and the rudiments of the world, and that is the prevailing philosophy of our day. Whether you're talking politics to the point where we can't even identify an enemy when we're at war, when the enemy has said we're going to destroy you, I wonder if they don't like it. I wonder if they're really enemies. I, he just said he is. He just killed some of your friends. <laughs> you need any more proof? 
I'm just, I'm not saying that's the only evidence of all, I'm just saying that's how far it can go politically. Education-wise, maximum uncertainty equals maximum intelligence. If you believe in absolutes, that shows how unintelligent and ignorant of a knuckle-dragger you are. That's where it's gone in education. Do I have to talk about entertainment? Society. Now you can redefine marriage as a man and a man and a woman and a woman. If I, if, if, if I was an uh, uh, old-line Mormon, I'd be insulted. Why shouldn't they be able to practice polygamy? The definition is now, well, we love each other. I'm not trying to be crude, but some people love their pets. How far do you go? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out to the point where you can deny your gender. You could just decide, I'm, I'm, I'm a different gender. And everybody has to go along with it because that's his truth. And yet the Bible says in John 14, Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. Now listen to this. And how can we know the way? Folks, I am glad that this day, right now, and I take heed lest I fall, that I am not part of that sea of ambiguity, that confusion, that hopelessness. Oh, it looks so fun. It looks like a door opening up into all kinds of possibilities. Yes, all kinds of possibilities of sin. And the wages of sin is death. And, G, and, 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 and he says this. He says, and how can we know the way? Isn't that what it's all about, folks? I mean, in the end, when it's all said and done, and you've spent your last buck, we, uh, <clears throat> Carol and I went to camp the other day, junior camp, and we tried to get to the camps for a day. And we got there, I think it was... It was Thursday. Was it Thursday, Brother Johnson? I think it was Thursday. And I, we just want to do something for those, those workers. God bless you. Huh, folks? How, how about the people, and, and there's some of you sitting here, and I'm not going to put you on the spot because I know you're not doing it for this, or, and I don't mean to embarrass, but we got people that are take a week of their vacation and go be with our kids. I don't often do this, but, but, but I want to give you a hand. Let's, I mean that. I mean that. And I just said to Carol, I said, there's a little coffee shop over there. Let's, let's, let's get everybody's, find out what their habit is and go get it for them. And I, I got halfway through that. I thought this might be a mistake. We went and got 18 drinks. And some of them were as complicated as a concoction I drank. On oh, these two gals, they were just like, what? You know, and, 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 and the best news was that there, something went, the lines went down or something. And you couldn't use the credit card. So we had enough cash. We cobbled up enough cash, but we're about halfway through this thing, and a lady came in behind us, and she needed three drinks, and she saw she was going to have to wait, and I said, I'm sorry, ma'am. And she goes, oh, and, and then the gal behind the counter says, well, you can't use your credit card. Oh, I only have a credit card. I can't, you know. I said, what do you need? She goes, oh, no, no. I said, what do you need? She goes, oh, oh. I, I, I said, give me your list. <laughs> she handed me three drinks. I said, here, put them on us. And she looked, and I said, it's just money. How many of you think you might die, you're hopeful, with a couple bucks in the bank? Just, even just a couple, a five, a ten. Okay, your kids can fight over that, huh? By the way, the less you have, the less they're going to fight. So maybe do them a favor and spend it all before you die or something. Right? Give it to missions. It's, it's, 
you know, after the last buck is spent, huh? After the last meal is eaten, they said Doc was out for a couple of weeks before he died here last year. We went home to be with the Lord, and he was like in a coma or something like that for a couple. They expected him to go, and he didn't. And he woke up, and the, and he he lifted his head up, and he said, "Where's that fried chicken I ordered?" <laughs> After two weeks of being in a coma, they got him a couple pieces of fried chicken. He ate a couple pieces of fried chicken, laid back down, went back into a coma, and died two days later. <laughs> I mean, right? If you only had a few fried chicken and pizza. Clog them arteries, right? Who cares? Not going to be using them much longer. But after you've spent your last buck, after you've eaten your last meal, after you've said goodbye to your loved ones, after you've dealt with pain for the last time, do you know what it comes down to? It comes down to this question that Thomas asked Jesus. He said, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, verse 6, I and the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And when you reach that place in life, if you know that truth and you know him, you're all set. And if you don't, nothing else matters. Don't ever let him tell you otherwise. <clears throat> Father, we thank you for your word this morning, and we take no credit for having it. We don't even take credit for believing it. Lord, faith is a gift. Help us to take heed. Lord, right now I would have to say, and I don't think it's proud to say that because Paul knew. He said, let him that standeth take heed lest he fall. Lord, help me to take heed. Help me to beware lest I be spoiled through philosophy. It's all around us, Lord. It's all around us. Lord, I... I have to admit, I've been made to feel foolish because of just how narrow a path I walk sometimes. And people look at us and they shake their head. Father, help us not to give in. Help us to stand where you stand on the truth of your word and the one who saved us, the way, the truth, and the life. Lord, help us to go forth from this place telling others about the way, the truth, in the life. We thank you, Lord, for giving us eternal life. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray that during this invitation, anyone who may not know him might come today and receive him as their personal Savior and to know the truth, the Word incarnate, and to know eternal life. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Absolute Truth by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, we have heard an extensive and vivid explanation of the progression of how people throughout the ages have approached the subject of absolute truth. And no matter what people say concerning their version of the truth, we must be reminded that Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me because there are countless theories throughout this world concerning the truth. But only Jesus Christ backed his claims, and he did this by fulfilling all prophecies about him, and so much more. And if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, well then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, 
If you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.